0: There's some things you have been praying for. And they were on their knees all night, praying for Peter's release. All of a sudden in the morning time, here you go. Knock on the door. Here come a little servant, a little little maid servant, a rota. Opened the door and said, it's Peter. Peter's at the door, y'all. They back there saying, oh, that couldn't be. Maybe you looking at an angel. What you praying for is at the door. What you've been praying for is knocking at the door, but because it's coming in a different form than what your mind thinks of, you are missing it. Don't miss God. Welcome to another episode of the Superhero Supernatural Flow. You have entered into the fortress of solitude, where you'll find anything but the norm. We are not from the norm. We are superheroes dropped from another planet. Join me as we go to this clip. All he's saying is, it's really not about you gaining anything else. It's about you losing something. Unless you're willing to lay something down. Unless you're willing to lose something. You see what I'm saying? That's following God. So now I'm sitting here this morning and I'm laying there and I'm like, God. You know, you're just like, God, what you doing? And and I just feel that tweak in my spirit like, "Mm -mm, okay, you need to die. You need to die to this. And I laid there this morning and I was soaking with God. And I said, God, I just want to hear your heartbeat. I just want to hear your heartbeat. I want to see your chest move as you breathe. I just want to lay on your chest. You know, John laid on the chest of Jesus. He had all these people around him, and only one out of all of them laid on his chest. And that was John, amen? And then I'm laying there. And then all of a sudden, what came back to me, I have three children. They're not children now, they're grown folk. But I remember God brought it back to me when I had kids and how, how beautiful that newborn baby was, all three of them. And he brought me back to the crib When you first brought them home and you laid them there. And what y'all used to do, you get up and in the middle of night, you just, even if they're not crying, you get up and you just look at them, you watching them. Every morning you watching them, you watching their heartbeat and you watching their little hand as it just kind of dangles there and the little fingers and the little toes. And you're like, you're getting that new smell, that new, there's nothing like it. That alone is a miracle. New birth is a miracle. Amen. And I sat up there and I'm like, I'm just watching. I'm watching these pictures roll past me. And I'm saying, God, what's happening? And the Lord began to say to me, You can't look at your kids. When you saw Tiffany and you saw Haywood, you saw James, and you stood in front of their crib, he said to me, He said, you didn't look at them and say well this is their skin tone and in about five months this is how their skin tone is going to look and you know what their eyes are really slanted now but their eyes are going to get big about six months their eyes are going to look like this and you know they h- hardly have no hair on their head but in about three months they're going to have about five inches of hair on it. Their- you didn't do- you can't do that because you don't know what the baby is going to look like in each stage when Ah, Shana Mahaya. I think I need to put this down and just talk to you. all <laughs> I've been trying to get back on my laptop, but the Lord brought something so beautiful to me this morning. And it's just like ministry. It's just like when we're building this new foundation, you know, and we tend to say, well, this is what we're going to do and this is how we're going to do it. And this is and, and you know what five months from now we're going to do and we trying to do something what you trying to do <laughs> like you had any uh, uh, say in the blueprint to begin with like you had any say of the plans in the to begin with how do you when you're pregnant with that baby in your belly you have first of all you don't even know the sex of the baby. Second of all, okay, now you know the, you don't know what that child going to come out looking like. And it's the same thing. We're trying to put something together when God said, all I need you to do is to relax and watch that baby grow. He says, I don't need you to pick out the eye color. I don't, it's already been from the foundation of the world. That child name came before me before the foundation of the world. What he told what he told Jeremiah. Jeremiah, I have knit you in your what? Mother's womb. And I knew you before what? The very foundation of the world. And I knew you was gonna do what? Be a spokesman unto me. Amen. But we sit here and this is how the Lord began to deal with me. And all of this comes into play. When we begin to say, die already. Throw out your plans. Get rid of your plan. This is something that we've, I believe the Lord has been trying to tell us this from day one. I have come like the sound of a rushing wind. I have wiped the slate clean. So we come and say, oh, but let's. You know, let's go ahead and do this and let's go. And God said, what are you talking about? All I need you to do is come before me daily as that blank slate. It's not about what you think should happen. The scripture here in first Corinthians, I was reading, it says, we preach Christ. Christ preached is the power and the wisdom of God. Christ crucified What crucifixion mean? Crucifixion mean he died. He died. They they nailed his hands to the cross. They nailed his feet to the cross. And if you're in this and you don't feel like that's something that you ever have to go through, I don't know who you are following. Because Christ said, pick up your cross and follow me. Christ picked up his cross, not after he died, on his way to death. On his way to the cross. He picked his cross up on his way. He knew he had to die. He knew he had to die. He knew that he had to say, Lord, into thy hands, I commit my spirit. So when he says, it's not a cute little word it's not this little cute oh God said follow me but pick up your your cross and follow me and it's so very cute He re- listen it's real. I have to die daily I to get up here and it might not look at like it. It might not look like it. might not seem like it, because when I open my mouth you ain't seeing me when I open my mouth you not seeing K. When I open my mouth, I have died a thousand deaths before. You don't know who I am. You don't know where God picked me up from. You don't know I was that little child that couldn't open her mouth and say anything. You don't know I was the one that when they stood me up in front of how many hundreds of people, all I could do was sit there and stutter. You don't know who I am. You don't know what God had to do to bring me to where I am. But what I'm saying, I ain't asking you to do nothing that I am not willing to do. And God doesn't ask you to do nothing that he himself have not done. All he asks us to do is to look. See, we think it's cute. Okay, yeah, all we building a new foundation. Oh, come on, let's go get some t-shirts. Let's go put on the flow. But my God told me when we sat down in the heavenly meeting, ah, the angels were there. Kingdom government was there. Kingdom government showed up. And he said, if you're going to sign on a dotted line with me, it ain't just about no talking out your mouth it's about when i come to you and i ask you to give up something can you give it up can you say yes lord even when you don't understand oh god there's a scripture in there that talks about the fact that i came to you paul is talking to the church and he said I came to you and I didn't come with eloquence of speech I didn't come with no degrees I didn't come when they said you know they have speech class in college now when they teach you how to speak and they teach you how to stand in front of people I didn't come like that but I came proclaiming nothing but Christ I decided that I wasn't gonna speak nothing but Christ but he, in the scriptures, verse six says, But we who are amongst the mature, the mature, I went into the Hebrew Greek, and you know what it said? He who has reached the end. And all I heard was the end of my rope, the end of me, the end of K. K's story is over where Christ's story begins i gotta sit up here and i gotta say no no no. okay it ain't, it ain't about your story it's about christ's story amen but i gotta reach to the end maturity reaching the end finished you're finished god says into thy hands i commit my spirit and what was the last thing he said it is finished when he was on that cross you know i understand not every not every believer's gonna understand this But I'm talking to somebody. He says, my sheep hears my voice. He says, my sheep know me. And there's not everybody that's called to this. I remember when Elijah went to Elisha and he threw his cloak over Elisha. And he was, you know, he he was used to hanging out with the school of the prophets. But let me tell you something. The school of the prophets, listen, it ain't nothing compared to what was waiting for Elisha up ahead. And here comes the master. There's something a saying, a very old saying that says when the student is ready, the master will show up. And he comes out of nowhere. Elisha sitting there minding his business, huh? sitting up there helping his family and doing what is he's expecting. And all of a sudden, he wasn't there when God told Elijah to go and touch Elisha and anoint him and appoint him. He wasn't there. But guess what? You're going to have folks walking up on you, throwing over the cloak. What did Elisha say? Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me go kiss my mother and my father goodbye. Well, Elijah said, well, what do I got to do with you? Never mind. God does that to us every so often. He will send an Elijah your way. And you will not be expecting it. You've asked for it, but you don't know in what form it comes. And when it comes, take heed. Don't be too swift to answer. Don't be too swift to often an answer a of fool's before God. God had to deal with me with my tongue. He says, "Do not." He said, "Listen, from many words does a fool speak?" Just like somebody that dreams a lot, you know, somebody that's going through a lot and they got a lot of dreaming going on. People that just a they want to quickly open up their mouth. That's you're a fool hush, be still and know that I am God because I'm not talking to everybody and your Elijahs are walking up on you and you getting offended. Your Elijahs are walking up on you with a cloak because you prayed for this and you being tested. And you're, listen, don't listen. Listen, I don't fear no man. I do not fear no man and I don't fear no demon nor no devil because ain't nobody in this earth got no hell or no heaven to put me in but let me tell you what I do fear missing God I listen 50 years from now 30 years from now I don't want this is what I fear God coming back to me and saying, listen, what you pray for walked up on you. A portal was open before you, but your flesh rised up and you missed it. And now instead of you going express, I got to take you around the mountain for years and years and years and years. What's supposed to take, listen, what's supposed to have taken three months, now gonna take three years. What's supposed to have taken three years now going to take 30 years because you missed the portal that was open. January 10th, 2021. I, I I don't know how else to say this, but God, your people has an ear. To hear you, I'm not talking to everybody, please believe me. And if I, if it, if, I, if it's you and you're hearing me and you're not getting it, please switch me off. I know what I'm called to. I know what God called me to. And I'm telling you, some of y'all have signed on a dotted line for some stuff, but you're expecting God. I heard somebody say, be in anticipation of God and be expectancy of God, but you need to be humble before him because he may be knocking on your door and you open the door and it's coming in a different form than what you thought. When was it Peter that came knocking on the door and Rhoda opened the door and tried to call back to the people? They were They were praying all night for his release. There's some things you have been praying for. And I'm going to I'm getting ready to end. There's some things you have been praying for. And they were on their knees all night praying for Peter's release. All of a sudden in the morning time, here you go. Knock on the door. Here come a little servant, a little little maid servant, S- a rota. Open the door and say, "It's Peter." Peter's at the door, y'all. They back there saying, "Oh, that couldn't be. Maybe you looking at an angel." What you praying for is at the door. <laughs> what you been praying for is knocking at the door. But because it's coming in a different form than what your mind thinks of, you are missing it. <laughs> Don't miss. God. I Like I said, I fear no man. I fear no demon in hell. What I fear is me missing it. I will shut my mouth. I will zip my mouth closed before I utter a word because I want to know, is this God? Many of y'all Rhoda's at the door saying, Peter's here, everything you pray for is standing at the door. Get up from your knees because the thing you was praying about is here. Get up from your prayers because the thing you were looking for is here. It's knocking on the door. But let me explain something to you. That portal doesn't stay open. That portal does not stay open. It does not stay open for years and years and years. God will give you and Elisha will come and throw his cloak over you. What am I saying? It's an opportunity to come up into something else. But sometimes our pride gets in the way. And what we already know gets in the way. He's just asking us to come as a blank slate. Who am I speaking to? Because when God began to stir us up and said, it's not just about us coming on one accord. It's about a standing in our positions. I know my position. <laughs> I know it well, I know it well. And believe me when I say, Elijah has thrown his cloak over you. Be careful with your words. I'm gonna go run back. Let me kiss my mother and my father goodbye. Elijah said right away, well, what do I have to do with you? Okay, I must've been wrong. Sorry, I thought you had a different metal in you. I thought there was something different that I saw in you. I thought that you was the one that God is saying now your training is going to be elevated. Now I'm going to take you to a deeper place of training. Because there is something called training in the body of Christ. It's called the fivefold ministry. Remember, it's when we are willing to step out, possibly fall, possibly fail, but still getting up still dusting off, still letting go, and still moving on, that we truly find our rights of passage through these doors of success. This has been another recording right here at the Fortress of Solitude, where the superhero meets the supernatural. Again, this is K Star from The Flow. Check back weekly for another episode of The Superhero Supernatural Flow. Have a blessed and prosperous week.